Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Mike Shields, and I'm here with Dave Otten. He's the co-founder and CEO of JW Player. Hey, Dave, thanks for being here. Good to be here, Mike. I appreciate you guys inviting me. Absolutely. You're an important player in this universe. And on that note, let's just start with a big sweeping, hopefully easy, but maybe not question, what does your company do? So JW, a long history in the video world. You know, we started as an open source video player, but we've come a long way. So today our mission is about using video technology to give our customers who are primarily media businesses, broadcasters and publishers, the independence and control to uh, make money, uh, effectively make money in today's video economy. And so, uh, you know, it begins with the video player. We have a full video platform that allows our customers to do all things from video delivery to also enable the monetization side of the equation so they can be very successful with what their investments in video are. It sounds like, like you said, you started out as a content management system, helping companies get video up there, create playlists, get people to watch right. it. And they probably start asking you for different things. It tells you you have a lot of role to play in their monetization of video. Are you in the video ad sales business? Are you purely helping support Enabling. others? Re-enable it. So for example, a customer like um, SNY or a customer like Hearst or Reach PLC, which has a lot of publications in the UK, Fuse TV, Sesame Street, they're all kind of our customers that use our technology there. You know, we're a software business, as I said earlier. And how we were able to differentiate in the early days as advertising as a business model was developing is we enabled and facilitated advertising into our video player in a way that just made it simple for customers. And that was actually a real differentiator at that point in time. We enabled things like the Google IMA SDK into our player in a way that actually worked really easily. And it was really basic at that point in time. So we've always been on the enabling side of it. How that has evolved over time is when we raised venture money in 2013, one of the things that we saw was we had our video players that were everywhere. At the time, if you're watching a video sort of in the open web, there is a reasonably decent chance you were watching it on a JW player. You just didn't That, that is not a big category, right? It's, it's like yeah. a two or three horse race, I believe. Yeah. And in those early days, we kind of like had a lot of really massive distribution. And then we built our video platform underpinning that. But what we realized when we raised venture capital in 2013 is that the video player was the ultimate Trojan horse, not only to help our go-to-market efforts, which I talked about earlier, but it was also the ultimate Trojan horse in understanding how video was being consumed across the open web. Because JW Player was deployed in so many places, what we decided to do at that time, and I think we got this part of it right, which was... We installed an analytics plugin into all you, the you JW players. You see a lot of stuff, and you might as so well try and see, corral that and, and wrangle it, right? I was able to see it at real scale. I was able to see real time what was happening across all of our customers' sites, right? So fast forward that to today, JW, both our free and paid, it sees roughly about 600,000 customers use us, right? It's a nice vanity number, but the real number is like the, the 7,000 who pay us. They're the ones that actually truly matter. And so to give you a sense of our data footprint today is that every month now, we see roughly about a billion people come and watch at least one video on a JW player across our customers' user bases, right? And so what we're able to see, which is it's actually become pretty cool, is because all our customers like a Sesame Street or an SNY ingest their content into our platform, we contextualize all that content and we can sort of see what it is. And so we understand what the content is about. Because we're the video player or the SDKs, if it's a mobile or CTV environment, we're able to get real-time viewing signals. Like, is a video viewable? 
is a user watching a particular video to the end? Are they watching an ad or are they billing out of that ad? You will understand what kind of content engages those folks. And so that's actually a really interesting signal. So like those signals from the video player are the content that's been ingested into our platform are incredibly powerful signals. And so what we wanted to do as part of like the solution of just enabling video management delivery, that's kind of the basics, but we wanted to use that data and the scale of our data. And we've done it actually pretty successfully to do two things for customers. One was help them grow their audiences. Some very basic premise, which is, you know, user insights around video consumption to drive, you know, people are watching a lot of this and not much of that, or they're cutting, they're falling off. Yeah. Recommendations like which video we now have about a billion and a half recommended plays in aggregate across all the players using our recommendations engine, like leverage those insights. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv. Thank you.